Hey everyone, for this week's episode we sat down with elite trail runner Matt Crehan. Matt is well known on the east coast of Australia and has some legit results under his belt, including wins at the Margaret River Ultra, the Alpine Challenge Miler and the Brisbane Trail Ultra Miler. Matt works full time, so we caught up at the end of a workday just before his Arvo long run. If you enjoyed this episode, it'd be greatly appreciated if you could press subscribe and make sure you leave a five star review on Apple or Spotify. Before we get into it, a quick word from this week's sponsor. Under Armour have announced that the All Out Mile Challenge is coming to Australia with individual and team prizes to be won. Join the Under Armour All Out Mile Challenge today by visiting uaalloutmile.com and train to run your fastest mile. Register for free and compete on the 1st of June virtually or at the Under Armour All Out Mile event at the iconic SCG from 5pm to 9pm. Let's go all out on Global Running Day. Matt, lovely to have you on board Runners Tribe. Where are you at the moment, mate? I'm sitting in the office in uh, Melbourne. Melbourne Happy Victoria. days. Happy day. You just yeah. knocked off work. What do you What do? You do? Uh, I'm a horticulturalist. I work at Parliament House in the gardens there. Happy day. So you, what time do you start in the morning? Is that a super early start? Yeah, pretty early. You start at 6.30, but it means a, an early finish too. Like it's just 3 o'clock now, so it's nice to finish with a bit of time in the Arvo. So when does the training get done? Like 5 or 4 a.m. or after work? Uh, usually after work. Occasionally I'll try and squeeze something in at lunchtime. But yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to run in the mornings, but unfortunately it's just a bit easier to do it after work. So you go straight from now and then um, and just head out for, for whatever long run session, whatever you've got planned, hey? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, do you have, um, you're based in Melbourne, I believe? Yeah. And do you have, um, well, what's the go? Do you have family and, and stuffy or you've got much on your plate? Yeah, uh, well, not family so much. My girlfriend lives up in up in Malden near Castlemaine, so I tend to go there each weekend and, yeah, do a lot of my sort of long running around the Goldfield golf sort of area. Nice. But then because I'm working in Melbourne, so I stay here, yeah, Monday to Friday. Nice, mate. Tell me a little bit about, you know, Runners Tribe has a, you know, we've been, we've been around since 2008, but we have a, a community which is kind of track and road and, the, you know, towards that elite, semi-elite end of town focused. And the trail world is, is something that's growing and um, with our community. And um, tell, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Like, um, how did you get into the world of trail running? Um, well, I guess I've been running probably not for that long, maybe like seven years or so. I um, kind of got into it through hiking more so, like rather than sort of traditional running in high school track, cross country kind of thing. I just enjoyed being outdoors and then enjoyed hiking and then hiking a little bit faster and then figured you can see a lot more in a short amount of time if you're actually running in those environments. Gotcha. So growing up in high school, like you didn't do cross country or anything like that, just kind of just checked out. No, I did a bit of swimming. I was, did um, surf lifesaving and, yeah, did a bit of swimming to keep fit, but nothing competitively or anything, but, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, for those who, who don't know, Matt won the Margaret Ultra last year in Western Australia, which is, which is WA's premier trail event. Um, and it's I think it's quickly growing on a national kind of scale as well, isn't it? Like it's more popular, more popular every year. And, and you were the winner last year, that 80K event. Tell me, that race, it's timely because the race is coming up this coming weekend. I assume you are not running again or? 
No, unfortunately not. I did have a great time going over there for that race last year, but no, I'm not going down this time. How did you find like the? How did you find it? Because it's it's not obviously there's not much climbing involved, but there's a lot of wind, a lot of sand, a lot of soft sand. How did you yeah, find all that? Yeah, definitely a lot of sand, a lot more sand than I was anticipating. Um, I kind of jumped in at last minute. I entered. I was I was training for UTA and Alpine Challenge, both quite hilly races, and I ended up sort of slotting that in between the two of them. So I didn't do a lot of specific training for it. And I think I kind of paid for it on those soft sand bits, but it's pretty, pretty beautiful coastline. So that kind of makes up for it. Yeah. And there are parts, right, that run through some of that carry forest and some of those big forests down there, is there? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was probably my favourite parts, actually. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people don't realise about WA. Like it's, it's desert-like and barren, but there are some of Australia's most amazing forests down there too, eh? Yeah, yeah, I think they're the second tallest tree in Australia, those carries. So, yeah. yeah. Oh man, they're, they're amazing. So, um, all right, man. So what? So what's what's happening? Like last year in 2021, I've seen that you you ran quite a lot of races. Uh, I'm just going to like reel some of these off. But it was a, a whole bunch of races, and you, uh, I think, came fourth at UTA. Uh, you, I think, you won Alpine Challenge. You won obviously Margaret River, and a big schedule for you. Was that was that like a, a pretty massive year? Um, it was a massive first half of the year and it was kind of on par in terms of a uh, number of races. It was on par to what I'd been doing previously, but um, I uh, actually, after the last race I did in July, Brisbane Trail Ultra, I got a stress fracture in my pelvis. So the second half, I didn't do any races. Gosh, is that your first stressy ever? Yeah. Yep. Oh man, let's hope it's your last, hey? <laughs> yeah, it certainly wasn't ideal. So, I mean, a, pel- a pelvic stressy is... Uh, you know, le- a bit less common than a lot of, you know, a tibial stress fracture or whatever that, um, have you looked into that? Like, how, you know, is that a biomechanical issue? Uh, no, we haven't really nailed down exactly what caused it. It was probably the fact that I did race so often in the first, so many times in the first half of the year that definitely contributed to it. But whether it was a, also a bit of a, a deficiency or, um, yeah, energy deficiency factor to it as well, I'm not quite sure. Gotcha, man. Hey, and um, so just look, look in your races. So what, what's happening um, for you now? Like um, what, what's the next big race and, that you have on the, on the agenda? Uh, next one's actually over in Italy, Lavaretto Ultra Trail in the Dolomites. So I'm heading over there at the start of June and that's, I think, the 25th of June, the race day. Nice, man. So I was, I, was, I was trying to figure out like if you've been overseas much and like, you know, I, I saw uh, pretty much like most of your racing has been in Australia. Hey, like if you've been overseas much yet? uh not for racing no okay um yeah and um and so how did this race come apart like it come to be like did you um you know did they invite you or did you just hunt it out and then you know and contact them how did that work well it's it's been a bit of a bucket list race for a while i've done some hiking over there in that area like based out of cortina in the dolomites and it's just spectacular mountains like they're just incredible so yeah it's been a bucket list for a while and i just put an application in for an entry earlier in the year and I, I kind of entered it quite a while ago but then didn't want to get my hopes up too much in terms of travel because you never know at the like these days the last couple of years yeah but now it's definitely looking like it's actually happening so it's great nice mate and i believe you have a shoe sponsor right like um is that correct yeah last watch Eva. and they sponsor the race over there as well oh nice reason. nice nice so how, how does it work like if i'm about to ask are they do they help you get over there or is it just kind of product that they give or 
Uh, yeah, it's just product at the stage. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. So, so, all right. So you're saving up. It's going to be a bit of a bit of a dent to the bank account, hey? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Looking into accommodation in Cortina at the moment, it's certainly not cheap, but I think it'd be worth it. Do they have any camping options? Uh, no, not that I, I think. The hike that I did around the Dolomites last time, we were um, hiking from Refugio to Refugio. You're actually not allowed to camp in those mountains, but ah. it's pretty spectacular, like staying in these little huts and you get dinner and breakfast and beers in the evening. It's pretty great. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds epic. Like, it sounds super fun going overseas, running in a, in a place that beautiful. What else is on the bucket list, man? If you got, you know, I see most of your races are kind of 100K. You've got a um you know, actually you've done a few hundred milers hey but the um mm. you know what about mont blanc and and you know those big epic most famous races in the world is that on the bucket list too yeah absolutely um i've had an entry to ccc which is the 100k event at, at utmb and um i've put that on the back burner just to do lavaretto this year but hopefully fingers crossed i'll get over to either do that or utmb the 100 miler next yeah. year Right. And like, you know, um, first to admit that my understanding of the point system is probably pretty shit. And so like, uh, how does it work? Like if you finish top three in this race uh, and then I see like, you know, most of these races you do um, get your points, even the Brizzy Trail Ultra you did last year, the UTA marks, you know, these, is it a matter of getting enough points uh, and then putting an app in and, and is that as, is as simple as that or it's still not really granted? Uh, well, it's it sort of keeps changing, so no one's really sure how it works. To be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, like with Labrador, that's put on by UTMB. They've bought out a whole bunch of races. Yeah. So if yeah, if you get top three at Labrador, you do get an automatic entry into into UTMB. Gotcha. I think with I think with UTA, if you get top three, you get an automatic entry into the CCC. It's the hundred k, not the hundred miler. Right. And so with that race, like you know, obviously you know, fit dude, the goal for you is top three. Is it? Is he just going to go out there and just think, fuck it, I'm going to get top three? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. That might be a bit of a stretch, but that's that would be the goal, yeah. I'll give, give it a crack. All right. Um, oh, man. So how, how does it work? Like coming a, a dude coming from a from a kind of a track background, like does it, you know, that early pace, like what, it, what fascinates me is like that first, say, 20K of 100 miler, like, you know, like do you give a shit about the guys in front of you if, if the top two guys just absolutely fly, you, have you got a pace in mind that you need to run or is it like a race that you just kind of sit in with these guys? Like how how do you kind of attack that first kind of crucial 10, 20K when you can really screw your legs up if you go out too hard? Mm. Well, it, it kind of depends on the race as well. Like, for example, it's a much shorter race, but um, Buffalo Stampede uh, a few weeks ago, I, I raced that and I knew that it would go out fast and the first half of the race is reasonably flat and then downhill. And I, I kind of made a conscious effort to not go out with the front group because I knew it would be very fast. And I was hoping I could make up some time in the back half where it's a lot hillier. And fortunately, I, I did manage to catch catch up to quite a few of them. So it definitely depends on the race and the terrain. But I think in 100 miles, the, the step up from 100 miles, from 100K to 100 miles is a big difference, I think. Like 100K, I kind of feel like you can race from start to finish. 100 mile, you really got to take it, take it very easy in the first half. Well, man, I have, um, you know, I'm massively into to professional cycling and, and, I, and I have more and more mates doing trail running and it seems that they all have a story about some massive bonking experience, you know, where they just bonk and, and just like pretty much space out and become, you know, whatever and start wandering around and seeing stars. Have you, have you had one of, you know, have you had a, a, a classic bonk in a, in a major race yet? 
Uh, not a not a full bonk, but I've definitely had races where the wheels have come off a bit. I um I did Great Ocean Walk 100k a couple of years ago, and it was I don't know what the problem was, just wasn't having a good day, and it was the only race that I like very much almost pulled out. Like I was thinking, I'm going to get to the halfway point, and that's that's me done. I'm pulling out, and then decided to keep going. And then on the way back after that, I managed to go off course and turn what was an 80k race into 95k race because they changed the course that year because of the weather. So yeah, that was a pretty terrible day. Damn. So so you didn't DNF? No, no, I managed to call my way home. Have you ever DNF'd? No. Oh, hard so man. Far, so good. Hard man. Yeah, I, like, touch wood. I, I like it. I like it. Mate, let's let's jump into your training. I'm keen to know what the hell you do on a weekly basis. Like, let's say, so when is this race coming up? What date is it again? Uh, June 25th. All right. So we're like for the May currently recording this. Probably won't publish this for a week or so. Um, okay. And so you're like, you're smack bang. You've got a race coming up, um, you know, in six weeks or whatever. So how, what are you doing at the moment? Like, are you, you know, let's just run through it. What, what do you do on a Monday? Uh, Monday is actually a day off that I have, or day off running anyway. Um, but I'll still get a bike ride in and some swimming. So how like, uh, so how long do you, how long do you spend on the bike? Um, usually just about an hour. I'll ride to work each day, but that's just like a 20 minute ride. So that's yeah. not, not huge. Yeah. And then, okay. So an hour on the bike on a Monday and then, you know, what, a K, 2K in the pool? Yeah, usually just about half an hour. So it's, you know, like one, three oh, hundred meters or so. <laughs> no, not that quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so yeah, you, swimming's definitely not pushing it with the swimming. That's just sort of like chilling out. Just chill out. Time. Just chill out aerobic, aerobic exercise. Just, yeah, yeah just getting yeah. it done, right? What happens on a Tuesday, Arvo? Tuesday is usually a speed session. So yesterday I had long pyramids. So one minute, three minute, five minute, 10 minute, five minute, three minute, one minute. And then for yep. two minute jog in between. Yep. Nice. And are you doing mammoth warm up and warm downs? Uh, no, not really, but 20 minutes warm up. 20, 15 so minutes. 20, warm, 20 warm up, pyramids, 20 warm down. And yeah, is that so a fart? So is that a fart leg? So are you two minute jogging in between those? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, ah, sweet. So a pretty, pretty standard session that you'd find. Uh, runners of you know many distances doing so that's cool what, what out on wednesday yeah. wednesday the sarvo i've got uh, i think it's 18k easy so i'll just do that through the trails like yarra bend park just jump on trail and just just run at a talking pace just cruising along yeah pretty Free much man thursday uh thursday i have i think i've got eight by two minute hills tomorrow usually sort of a hill session on a thursday Eight by two minute hills. Are we talking about yeah. legit steep as hills or are we talking about, um, you know, chilled out hills? Um, depends on the week. I'll sort of mix it up a bit. I think tomorrow's going to be more runnable hills. So, yeah, it's still like pushing quite a hard effort, but on a runnable hill. Cool, cool. And just jog back down. Yep. Nice. Uh, Friday? Friday, a, again, a bit of an easier day, just a half an hour jog, another hour on the bike. Gotcha. Um, Saturday? Saturday, usually a speed session of some sort. I can't remember what I've got on the plan for this week, but it'll be, yeah, some sort of either hill reps or interval session again. Cool. And then cool. Sunday long run. How long are we talking Sunday? Uh, at the moment, doing three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Ah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I should add in as well that I'm only sort of still slowly building up from being injured. So, yeah, mileage is not quite where it was last year during big training but certainly yeah. getting back there yeah right. okay okay so is that my is that is that about 80 percent of what maybe it would be 
yeah, I can probably about that. Yeah, cool. So maybe that Wednesday instead of 18K, if you, your peak, you'd be, you know, 23, 24, 25 or something. Yeah. Well, the other thing is I've actually got a coach now, which I never did have the last few years. So my training structure has changed a lot over the last kind of nine months, 12 months. Yeah, cool, cool. Man, I was expecting you to say your training was like, oh, kind of a lot more distance and, uh, you know, two sessions a week. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, um, it's not too dissimilar to some guys knocking out 10Ks and 5Ks, you know, um, but I guess that yeah. Sunday run maybe is a bit longer. So, um, yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Um, moving on to nutrition, man. Like, uh, I just want to get an idea of what's happening to you, like during like a hundred miler. Do are you do you have a nutrition sponsor that's going to kind of skew the answers to this, or or no, um, no, 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 nice, totally unbiased. Oh, yeah, good man. What what do you what do you eat and what do you drink during a hundred miler? Uh, 100 miler, like I said before, it's it's a big step up from 100k. So 100 miler, I will try and get some actual food in at certain points, like at different checkpoints throughout the race. But I'll still be using sort of gels and chews and that kind of stuff in between checkpoints. Nice. So gels, and then in and what about is it just water, or you put in you know Tailwind or one of those you know carbohydrate yeah. drinks in in the water bottle. Yeah, so I'll usually be wearing a vest that's got two bottles. So I'll have one with water and one with electrolytes in it. That's my general setup. 100%. And you're practicing this on those Sunday kind of three and a half, four hour runs? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting better at actually doing it more so in my training because I used to not do it so often. And yeah, I think it's, it's definitely worthwhile practicing what you're going to do on race day in yeah. all, your, all your long runs if you can. Just, yeah, get your, you know, gastrointestinal system kind of used to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think you just recover better from from the long run as well if you are sort of fueled adequately. Yeah, yeah. Um, happy days. Um, have you, I see that UTMB, you know, they seem obviously, as you already mentioned, they're buying out a lot of races and they're starting new things. And they've just, I saw it announced that um, Kosciuszko race uh, in December, like yeah. just right before Chrissy, hey, like kind mm. of wedged in there before Chrissy and pretty busy time of the year for everyone. But um, are you, have you had a look into that? I have had a bit of a look into it. I'm, I haven't committed to it or anything, but it's definitely sort of yeah, piqued my, piqued my interest up a bit. Like, looks, looks cool. Uh, my, my mate Ross, who does Runner's Tribe with me, and um, he's, a, he's a getting into the trial scene. And I think, yeah, it's like 800 and something bucks or something to enter. Yeah, it's very expensive. Gee. I did notice that. Yeah. Um, not a sport for poor people. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Although having said that, you can do like... Like running wild over here in Victoria, they do great events and they're like much cheaper. I think um, Alpine Challenge, which is one of my favorite events, that's around the $300 mark. So yeah, you know, a third of the cost. Yeah, totally. Probably don't it's, have all the bells and whistles, but you do get a spectacular course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mate. And there's just so many trial races, right? Like it just seems that mm. everywhere you look, there's a new race and, um, you know, it's, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to see, but it's definitely a new thing, hey, like the last kind of five, 10 years. Yeah, well, it's definitely expanding in that time, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Um, mate, the, in terms of like um, your training, like you said, you just got co you've, you've got a coach now. It's like, do you have a squad? Like, are you doing all those sessions with a squad and you're pushing each other, or is it is it a coach that you never see? It's kind of via, via the internet or whatever. Yeah, so it's remote coaching. I am yeah. um, Dave Byrne at the long run. Um, I met him oh, for the first yeah. time at, at Buffalo Stampede, and it was the day that I met him. For the first time face to face i also raced him in the 10k which was pretty pretty good 
Uh, um, and I saw a photo of you guys like kicking home to the line and I don't know who yeah. won, but it was, looked like it was pretty much a tie. Like who who won? It was exa- an exact tie. Yeah, it was down a tie. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an easy second. I know Dave from a long, long time ago in that he was a very good track middle distance runner when he was growing up. Um, very talented runner, obviously. And he, um, I've known him for a long time, but uh, he's, a, he's not an easy guy to outkick. No, well, I was really worried. I, I passed him. It's, it's 10K, but basically straight up a hill, straight back down a hill. I passed him at the top of the hill and was worried that he was going to come flying past me at any moment, especially the last K is kind of flatter through the caravan park. And I could hear him breathing in my ear all the <laughs> way through. So it, was oh, it would have been finish. nice. It would have been nice just to feed him just a little bit, just to give him some shit, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, happy days. Okay, so Dave, so Bernie coaches you, uh, and see, and you do you communicate with him pretty regularly? Uh, yeah, reasonably regularly. We don't have like a set schedule where we talk or anything, but it's just he, yeah, send him a message whenever we need to quiz him on anything. Oh man, that that's awesome. Um, and so, and and do you have some mates there that you're knocking these out with, or is it just Dave sets it? You just go out by yourself and just knock it out. Yeah, not so much the sessions. Like, I tend to do the sessions by myself, but a lot of the easy runs and the long runs I'll do with mates. Okay, 100%. Gotcha. Um, quickly, uh, I have a mate that wants me to ask about UTA last year. I think you – am I – did you get third or fourth? I think you came fourth, right? Fourth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How was, um, how was that run, man? Like, is, it, is that something you're going to go back and attack in October this year? Uh, I do have an entry for it. I still got to work out what I'm doing for the second half of this year, but – I was, it was it was a good run. I was pretty happy with fourth, but I was also a little bit disappointed with with my time and how the day unfolded. I um that Margaret River that you mentioned before, I raced that two weeks beforehand, and oh, two weeks before right. that, I yeah. did Alpine Challenge. So my legs were probably a little bit overdone going into it, which was yeah a little bit frustrating in the back half. Yeah, um, is that the first time you've run UTA? No, I did it the year before as well. Okay, well, what? the year before, two years before. before how did before you go? COVID. Oh yeah, because yeah. Before COVID, right? Yeah. How did you go that yeah. year? Uh, I think it was seventh. Seventh. Yeah. 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 Cool. So would it be nice to get back there and get get on the podium? Oh yeah, definitely. That that's definitely the aim. Yeah, and in like and, and in the Australian trail running world, is that still very much the race that kind of just sets is sets up with you know is way 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 more popular? Is that the one everyone wants to win? Is what I'm trying to get out? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And I think even yeah. just participation wise, it's one of the biggest trail races in the world. Like it's yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people there for the weekend. Yeah, awesome, mate. Hey, um, so you're sponsored by um La Sportive, and um obviously they're not a brand that I really know about, but they have is it just trail shoes that this company has? No, well, they're a mountain brand based out of Italy, so out yeah. of the Dolomites actually. So they do rock climbing and mountaineering and yeah, just also mountain sports and trail running. Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome, man. And so look, what else is, what else is happening in terms of, in terms of you, mate? Like you've got, um, I think we've just, we've touched on your training. Um, you know, what, what is the one big race that is, is in on your kind of cars that you want to win in your career? Uh, well, like I said, uh, UTMB is definitely the big bucket list race that I want to go over and have a good, uh, good crack at. I can't see myself winning it to be honest. But yeah, yeah. If if I was if I was one UTA, that would be uh, I would absolutely over the moon with that. Yeah. How old? How old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. Your thirties, mid thirties, or thirty-seven. Oh man, and is that like is still pretty young for trail runners or what? Uh, 
Yeah, I guess there is. There's definitely a lot of fast kids coming through with the sport yeah. expanding. Yeah, I'm young in running years. I've only been running since I was about 30. So, that's, yeah, I mean, it's probably a pretty good point. Like, I think I reckon those guys who start knocking it out in their teens and smashing their bodies around probably don't have as much in a bank as as a guy like you. Hey, mm, maybe. Yeah. How how important do you reckon the swimming was when you were a kid? Like it's, you know, obviously building that huge aerobic engine. Yeah. And I think just having that as a, as a bit of a skill to be able to do cross training and have like when, when I was injured and I couldn't run for 12 weeks, it was definitely handy being able to swim when I could, even though half of the time it was during lockdown. So the pools weren't open. So that wasn't ideal. But yeah, having that as a skill is, I think is, yeah, quite yeah. handy. And, um, how about like, um, did I hear that you used to be, did some Ironman? Yeah, I have done one Ironman. Yeah. yeah well, because I had the swimming background and I started running. So I thought, well, anyone can ride a bike. We'll just add that in and give it a go. And, and it was just like, stuff this. Well, it's just a bit too focused on cycling, I think, in triathlon. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's kind of like 50% cycling and then 30% running, 20% swimming, something yeah. like that. It's so hard to be like at the elite end of of the um of that world compared to where you are now. If you have to spend so much time on the bike, hey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, awesome, mate. Hey, so good luck. Like, and just try and keep these short and sharp so people can kind of knock them out on the way to work or on a um, you know, on an easy run or whatever. But but I don't. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like you do your early morning easy runs, you know. No, well, it's just a bit too early to, to get up at, I guess it'd be 4.30 or something if I want to try to squeeze a run in there. Yeah, awesome, mate. Hey, good luck. Um, good luck in Italy and would love to touch, touch base with you again and um, good luck with the rest of your career. Cheers, mate.